What's going on, Misfits? New year, new podcast. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. If I just be this happy, maybe I can cope with what's really going on in the world. And I hope that this podcast ends an escape for you as well. Today's guest, Zainab Johnson, comedian, uh, currently residing in Los Angeles, comes to New York all the time. We're talking about JonBenet Ramsey, pedophilia, R. Kelly, because those two things are always together. Plus, how to find the beauty within your crazy ex-girlfriend heart. You're listening to Social Misfit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Social Misfit with me, your host, Chloe Hillier. Today, we're joined by the coast-to-coast supermodel slash comedian slash... Oh, my God. Right? Is that enough? That's it. I, that was more than enough. Thank you. Zaynab Johnson is here. Hey, Chloe. We're sitting on my couch. We are. It's a comfortable couch. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It was one of my big, like, first big adult purchases. You know what I just realized? Oh, no. It's the cover on top of it. Oh, I yeah, thought it was actually two-toned. Oh, no, no, no. And no. I was going to say that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, no. It's just right. It's just a teal. It's a teal. Yeah, with I like the, it. What are these called? The, the um, I forget. You know, the... the, the Where it pushes in. Push yeah, it's ins, like yeah, yeah, yeah. tufted or something tuft, like that. Yes, tuft. Tuft. Look at me. Look at that. We're fancy. We're getting older. Yeah. Um, also, we have somebody, in case you hear him um, laughing in the back, uh, Courtney is Zainab's best boyfriend. Friend. Hey, y'all. He, he's my boyfriend that doesn't like women. So he's your best, <laughs> your bestie. <laughs> your bestie. No. He came and rode with her into this, from the city to Brooklyn just to keep her safe. But 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 yeah, <laughs> but I'm sure I will be the one keeping us safe. He said, "Gay men can defend themselves too." Um, okay, so Zainab, you're in town just for a couple days. Yeah, uh, Zainab bounces back and forth between New York and LA and um, some other cities, depending on like what work brings. That's you what there. we're not going to. <laughs> Oh no! We <laughs> so Zena, please read your post for us today. Um, I tweeted, "Am I the only one that doesn't care about John Bonet?" Question mark exclamation mark. <laughs> so it's like I'm mad that I got to ask the question. Every couple years, John Bonet Ramsey pops her spirited mm-hmm. aura mm-hmm. into the news headlines. I'm surprised they haven't made a little movie about her, like a horror I'm, movie like John Bonet. Oh, it should be. Well, they've definitely been like like movie movies about like, consp- it's like conspiracy theories. Yeah. Like, like who shot JFK? Yeah. And who killed John Bonet Ramsey? Exactly. I feel like one day we're going to get like a throwback Thursday Amber Alert. Anybody seen oh John Bonet? You know what's so crazy though? It's like when you hear the news story about it, the actual investigation was so messed up mm-hmm. that if they had any actual evidence it was trampled all over because as soon as the parent so this is first of all if you don't know the story because it's old as fuck mm-hmm. like at least like, like john bonnet would be 26 yeah. at least 50, at this point so it's, it's like 15 years old at least it's so 20 because she, like, she she died when she was six. Oh, she was so six. it's 20 it's a 20 yeah. year old story so before like for real csi and all this like high-tech technology this little girl went missing in the house. Her parents didn't check on her. She wasn't there. They called the police. The police come. The police come. All their neighbors and family comes over mm-hmm. to the house to like sit vigil to try to find this mm-hmm. girl. Meanwhile, she was in the basement. Like nobody mm-hmm. went to check the entire house if the your house. child is exactly. missing. Exactly. And so then, you know, the, the father saw but her. But you don't in ever go check where you know the where the person is at. Exactly. But okay. Yeah. So so the parents. So the so I think the dad ended up finding her first mm-hmm. and, and carried her out. Car- carried her up out of the basement. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. covered her with a sheet, like mm-hmm. just fucking up all the evidence, mm-hmm. but because he, you know, probably mm-hmm. did it. And so now, the most recent thing that got this in the headlines again is that the brother who's now grown is like suing because he's saying that y'all need to stop acting like I killed my mm-hmm. sister. Mm-hmm. And there's like this lawsuit and all this stuff because he's trying to say that people defamed him, like, you know, mm-hmm. defiled his name and all this stuff. And I'm like, there's so many other young kids who go missing who get murdered mm-hmm. and we don't hear about them. They're not nearly as celebrated in yeah. like a fucked up way as yeah, John, as John Bonet, I was actually like, at first I went to the black white thing. Cause that's like a, the easiest card yeah. to pull as a, as a, at black person like you know how many black guys got shot this yeah. year they got murdered duh, 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 and ain't nobody talking about them ain't nobody doing vigils but then if i just step away from that you know how many little white girls yeah that were pageant children they are just same exact makeup mm-hmm. as john benet have gone missing or been murdered throughout the years yeah. and something about john benet that I, like i'm trying to figure out if if the media is trying to like if we give them just one more interview maybe he'll confess do you think that's you think they think it's you think the media is trying to get the dad to like i think so because it it just seems like everybody's narrative is like this doesn't make sense so tell us one more time that so you think that the father did it i yeah i think somebody so she i don't remember was she sexually assaulted Ooh, I can't remember. Hold on, I'm gonna but also, it. Courtney, was, brought, Courtney, Co- gave Courtney brought to my attention that the mom died like seven years ago from cancer. Oh. And what's what's cancer? A secret you got to hold for a really long time. Ooh, go ahead, Dr. Sebi. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> well, exactly. What's that? Why how, Why she just died of cancer? Yeah. But see, that you know what? I don't like beauty pageants as a whole. Me either. Even though I really wanted to be a beauty pageant kid as a kid growing up, but that's because I was fat and I thought it would like change my life. Yeah. But my mother was like, no. Um, and it's super expensive. Yeah. So when you think about it, like when now they have like uh, Tala's and Tiara's and you watch yeah. that show, they're giving these kids dentures yeah. and suntan and fake hair. And yeah, like, it's really, it's actually really sad. And I, I caught an episode of one of those shows like uh, Tala's and Tiara's. Yeah. And the, to, to see the little girl do whatever she did and then to see the mom's reaction when she was disappointed oh, yeah. it's like the, the 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 mom the the pageant moms are really like the kids you know they well, really they're, they're living vicariously yeah they children. really need love they really need attention yeah. they really need it's bad enough that damn you know i just i just google i'm trying to google uh john benet ramsey to see if she was sexually assaulted there was a story released uh four hours ago <laughs> that's how i mean they love john benet jura who saw original john benet evidence says he thinks he knows who did it really you think you did you think you know who did a juror <sighs> and you know what's crazy uh the mother died of ovarian cancer at the age of 49 mm-hmm mm. Mm, you know what God said? No more kids for you. Ooh, Ooh I'm sorry. That went dark. Mm. Oh, she died on Christmas Day. Mm. No, the, the John Bonet was killed on Christmas Day. Oh, I could still mm. that. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I think it's only because she was a cute little blonde mm-hmm. pageant kid that mm-hmm. people are so wrapped up because people don't believe that anybody would hurt a precious white queen. But that's the news angles like who would hurt this poor little precious white blonde hair blue eyed angel and and i mean you know i don't subscribe to that 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 opinion i could see why the the world especially the western world would think would believe you know would think would be naive enough to believe that um but it's not even okay so if this was 20 years ago i would say yeah 
I'm still concerned too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a part of me like, um, I think if John Bonet was missing, then it's something that we could keep digging up because it's basically like yeah. a cold case. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're still hoping, you know, we have yeah. cases now where girls have been found like 15, Yeah, 20 she could years totally later. be existing Ooh, in the world, yeah. but John Bonet is, she's dead. We found out that day yeah. that, she, that she was dead. Yeah. There's there's not been no other suspects. There was one there was one um theory that somebody had came through the basement window, right? Mm-hmm. And then an investigator threw that a forensics person threw that out immediately because none of the cobwebs were touched. Oh yeah. They threw it out immediately. That's terrible. I mean I'm trying I'm really trying to figure out now that you tweeted that I'm really trying to figure out why people are so enamored with the story. You know? And it, it gets major news coverage. Yeah. It gets, you know, like, and I don't mean to go because I don't know much about like what's happening in Syria. Mm-hmm. I do know that it gives me so much perspective. Like when I'm sitting in my house wondering like, oh my God, uh, do I, do, do I get the, do I get the radiator fixed in my car or do I go lease a new Lexus? Like if that's the issue for me yeah. for the week and then I, and in the moment I open up social media, I see like a whole city destroyed yeah. and people, so you know what I'm saying? It puts things in perspective. Mm-hmm. But so if I turn on CNN to learn more about what's happening in Syria. And the first thing is like breaking news, 20 years, John Bonet Ramsey. I'm oh, like, yeah. hold the fuck up. Which is why you have to really rethink where you get your news from. Exactly. You realize that even the even the top tier news organizations still deal with trying to just get ratings yeah. and get and get clicks. Yeah. So you'll see those same stories. They might not give it as much real estate, but they because everybody, you know, I used to work on news. So everybody's like, we don't want to be the one that didn't have that story, even yeah. if it wasn't a story. Yeah. You don't want to be the one that missed out on this one little nugget because then you're maybe 10 of your readers may be like well you didn't have this one little nugget so yeah. i'm just gonna go to this other place and get it because that's the story i wanted to follow up anyway yeah so everybody's like kind of stuck with trying to do like the right thing and then like the mass market thing mm-hmm. and so that's why i think a lot of these stories still pop up over and over again like i just i was just in the grocery store and you see all of those like tabloid magazines mm-hmm. and you just like they are just fucking digging shit mm-hmm. they may first of all first of all we I've been said that we should have gotten rid of like fake news because you look at these tabloids and they literally just make up stories about celebrities mm-hmm. like yeah out of their ass yeah to the point where it's like why haven't you been sued because yeah. if if one man Peter Thiel could take down Gawker mm-hmm. over outing him mm-hmm. you mean to tell me that all these celebrities can't come together and be like listen okay listen mm-hmm. you know national Enquirer, like this is some bullshit you need to be shut down because I think that a lot of those stories don't hurt but they actually keep things going. Like yeah. if every if every month there's something about Jen- Jennifer Aniston got a man. Mm-hmm. Oh, he left her. Jennifer Aniston got a man. Yeah. Oh, he left her. She's mad at Brad Pitt. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. She ain't got. You realize? Oh, Jennifer Aniston hasn't had a movie out in six months. And you, but for somehow she's she's right at the top of my brain. Why is that? They make us care. About, but you know what? Even in the world of little white women, mm-hmm. I'm more interested. How how exactly did Brittany Murphy die? Yeah, I know that it was like a drug thing. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm more concerned with like. There's so many other things that we can investigate yeah. besides giving John Bonet's father another interview and he gets one-on-one sit downs like with yeah like barbara walters type every interviews. couple years like like they didn't even do this like 10 years ago yeah like who i'm done with it i'd rather hear about um J- baby jessica who fell in a well remember that that was yes. musty tv 
I remember that was the first time as a kid when I was like, why Why is my show not on yeah. right now? It was like, yeah. my mother was like, some little white baby fell down a well. You know what I was thinking? Because um, John Bonet is almost like the um, OJ case. Mm-hmm. Like in a sense that people really feel a very specific way, but it just can't be, it just wasn't able to be proven. Yeah. And so I felt like the next thing that they did with, um, not American Horror Story, but American Crime Story, whatever, mm-hmm. that next anthology, I'm like, if they fucking make it about John Bonet, I'm going to be so pissed. What was the first? Oh, the first one was The first OJ. one was OJ. Oh, yeah. so they, that's a recurring thing? That's an anthology, thing? yeah. Oh, yeah. I really mm-hmm. liked, I didn't watch every single episode of OJ, but I really did like what I, I loved saw. it. That episode when Johnny Cochran um, called, uh, what's his name? The other black guy, a nigga? Oh, um, Chris uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some good acting. I loved yeah. It it was a really good show. Yeah. It was a really good show. Uh speaking of pedophiles, um Ooh. So there's now an online petition to get R. Kelly removed from the Soul Quarian Festival. He's a headliner with Erica Badu. Oh. And people are signing. They want people to sign and protest and get him taken off. Courtney's giving us a thumbs up on that one. Um, why do you think we us always look past pedophilia you mean us as in black people of course us as in black people um i think that we look past not just pedophilia Mm -hmm. but a lot of things because when it comes to our um uh successful black men Mm -hmm. and i think that because uh we outnumber almost every black women. Right. Yeah. And I think that we just have a protection because they're number one targets. Mm-hmm. And because I think for me, like my psychology and this may be very sick, although I don't look past pedophilia. So, so let me just say two things on one side. I always feel like, damn, if they're for some reason able to eradicate the black man, the next thing is to eradicate the black woman. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I never feel like, um, I never feel like I feel an extra protection because I know I'm next. Does yeah. that make sense? But now on the flip side, I don't know if something happened to me when I was young. I have a very. Um, uh, whenever I hear about um, sexual devi- devi- deviance, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it hurts me like um, you ever have somebody like step on your Achilles heel. Yeah. Or about to, and it hurts you already before it even happens. Yeah. Or you see somebody scar, and you can kind of feel the pain of yeah. their scar. That's what like like sexual deviance does to me. Um, I, I I think the to petition R. Kelly. Can you explain to me what this Soul Equestrian so, Festival so, is? So so Soul Quarian is a, is a so music Quarian. festival. Yes, yeah, Soul Equestrian. <laughs> what are they? Neo Soul Horse yeah, Riders. Yeah. It's, a bunch, <laughs> it's, like a, it's a music festival. Let okay, me see, let me pull it. Up. Let me see where it is. Um, it's a music festival, and he and Erica Badu are going to be headlining it. So mm-hmm. I guess it's probably like a multi-day uh, music festival. Let okay, me see where it is. And but I mean, it doesn't really stand for anything. What do you mean, like the actual soul? No, it's not. It's not a message. No. Okay. No, it's just a music festival. Yeah. I don't I don't ever want to sound like I'm excusing a behavior, Mm -hmm. but but a lot of times I ask myself, why now? What do you mean? Why? Like, why are people? I mean, I think. See, why this festival like has R. Kelly not headline because, you know, R. Kelly did a whole tour 
Well, see, I think that's the difference. The difference is, is that if you're catering to your core audience, mm-hmm. those people who support you have the right to outright support you. Mm-hmm. But if you're on a festival with someone else that I want to see, I don't want my money from my ticket to go towards paying for you mm-hmm. because I know that you be fucking young girls. So wouldn't it be wouldn't it be a, a more um, effective choice to actually not purchase the ticket for the festival? Because I feel like money speaks to everybody. So if it's like, oh, wow we couldn't sell the tickets with this headliner Mm -hmm. so we have to bring in another headliner or we you know what i'm saying i feel what you're saying but i feel like the people who want to see everybody else be like why then it goes so why should i so it is because i was looking it up it is saturday january why is my phone fucking up this is going to sound so fucked up what i'm about to say and uh saturday sorry the soul question is going to be in february 2017 built as an rb jam the festival will feature performances by erica badu the dream the internet r kelly dmx jarul and ashanti because you know they're together since nobody gives a damn about them individually mm. uh too short brandy monica Khalees, who i love and adore but she cannot mm-hmm. sing anymore mm-hmm. yin yang twins they dug them out of the grave mm-hmm. uh they have why isn't hits. this called the throwback festival uh lloyd maya <laughs> taking it all the way back why isn't uh, this called we <laughs> we really need to generate some income guys we're struggling um y'all like r&b it's gonna be all of these people <laughs> a marie damn john b damn see now i'm like i want to go i want to go and see all of these one hit ones who i haven't seen in 10 15 years and i don't want my money going to what r kelly's in his cornrows okay that's right um yeah ari lennox yeah Pretty i don't Ricky, know Will smith. <laughs> not will smith though not will, will smith no willow willow oh willow smith well i mean yeah she speaks um, to a generation not my generation but yeah I um, didn't know Willow did music, actually. Willow has like seven albums out. Are you kidding me? That's hilarious. I'm dead ass serious. She, no. Oh, I then. shake my head back and forth. Wait, wait, no. So many past, shake my head, whip my hair back and forth, <laughs> shake my hair back. She's had multiple albums, multiple. First of all, her and Jaden release a, a, a video every week like they Prince. You know what would be really strong? What? If everybody that showed up went to every single act and then wherever they have this festival, it was just cleared when r kelly got on stage yeah but you know you gotta love niggas because somebody's gonna be like i don't care what he did yeah you're right i'm gonna see you know what i'm saying yeah. like i'm gonna support him anyway just like like people still went to see cosby after it came yeah. out that he was raping mad bitches yeah you know um hugh well not hugh grant hugh grant is different because he got busted for a prostitution i don't feel like people should i feel like people shouldn't be punished for prostitution mm-hmm. i think if you gotta buy pussy you gotta buy pussy you know yeah, what I mean? you got the I, money yeah, for it. Like yeah. why? Even with politicians, I'm like, I really don't see what the conflict is of a politician getting some ass on the side. As long as you just don't use your like taxpayers' money, money like to, you know, yeah. if you have side money, yeah. then you use that for some side piece. That sounds that sounds like a a, a, a hard argument. To, I swear it wasn't the money. It wasn't the people's money. <laughs> yeah. I swear I had got this money. Yeah, from. no, you got to show, but you got to release your taxes. Yeah, you got to release you know your taxes. And no, I got this money. I was speaking. Yeah. I, I got mm-hmm. paid by Wall Street to come mm-hmm. and speak. They paid me $250,000. Mm-hmm. I went to Thailand, got mm-hmm. me 25 bitches for $5 mm-hmm. each. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's cheap in Thailand. Um, That's where they go, pedophile. Somebody was telling me, oh, uh, Tim Dillon, who was a guest on the show, he was telling me how there was a secret island where politicians go to fuck young boys. Yeah. You agree with that? You believe that? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't put it past it because I know that 
a lot of men go to um dominican republic but even like Th- like they go to oh, thailand, yeah, they go to thailand yeah, because that's where what's his name went who? Um, the subway guy, Jared. Jared was there. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. When they released, when the girl released the all the conversations oh, she had with him, yeah. he was saying, "Yeah." So but see, my thing is, as a government, like I wouldn't want people to come in to fuck my kids. You know what I mean? Like if you, if a single man, if a single, first of all, I am going on vacation and I'm traveling internationally, and I know they're gonna ask me. You travel, they ask us a bunch of fucking questions. Yeah. If you know you see a white man coming to Thailand, I'm like, I'm gonna look you in your face like, are you here to fuck our kids? Mm-hmm. And if he starts sweating and him and a horn, mm-hmm. then you can't come in our country. Yeah. I think that that's giving a lot of people humanity. And what I'm realizing is that I think a lot of people, especially people who be- live and die for wealth yeah. and power, Aren't, aren't humane do you think so do you think what at what okay so what number in your bank account would you stop being a human being i don't i don't think anything i think that i i really would choose to be um poor Zena, get your entire life together if somebody like, if what you is woke it? Up, let me just tell you what let me just tell you what i'm not gonna do okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let a man come in and fuck my little baby i'm not gonna let no man come in and fuck my son yeah. for no amount of money oh not like that i'm saying at what point do you stop giving a fuck not necessarily having oh. somebody come into your shit i'm just oh. saying what at what point do you step over a homeless person on the street uh, um well, then, I, i've been stepping over them <laughs> since <laughs> every so yeah no i'm kidding i'm kidding because i do be giving i'm the person that pulls over on the on when i'm in in my car and i hand them a dollar or water yeah. or whatever i have you know well, food i have in my- you stop how much money you wake up and it's how many zeros in your bank account where you be like well you know everybody couldn't be successful like me so fuck them i don't think ever chloe i'm gonna be honest with yeah. you like i don't think i can look past okay so if let's say a big corporation gave me 50 million dollars mm-hmm. and right after they gave me the check i walked in and saw them, you know, saw a whole fifty little African baby girls, yeah. uh, about to be ser- you about to be servicing some men, and it's then I, I I would have to give that check back, and my story story for the rest of my life. I'd probably be crazy. I probably, but it would be like you know, I gave up that money for them black girls. Don't tell me shit. I did my part for the world. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I can't look past that. I just yeah. can't, and I don't think it's worth it. I wouldn't give the money back. I would use the money to buy a private jet and get them little girls up out of that situation. And then I would fund orphanages and girls schools all over the world. See that, that, that makes sense. But I would, if I did keep the money, I would go to Walmart, buy guns and go back and shoot up the place. Mm. Have you ever shot a gun before? No. And when I held a fake, uh, like a real fake gun on set, it was so heavy it scared me. Really? Yeah, it was so because it was so realistic. Yeah. It um, it just was scary to me. Now I I oftentimes ask myself like if somebody if you know I was hard if I was you know down on my luck and somebody just wanted to sleep with me like I have control of my own body. Well, you know? I think every woman has thought about selling some pussies. It's just you just feel like, oh my god, I know my parents, so let me not do that. But I mean, at what, at what, at what price? You know, and at what, like, what do I need to? If it was about my, it was if it was about saving my mo- my mother, or my sister, or my daughter, and my pussy, I would choose them over my pussy. Do you hear what I'm saying? Well, of course. See, the thing is, if it, I'm saying if it's, I've never sold pussy because I never wanted it to come back. 
to mm-hmm. me because I always I always had an idea that I would be somewhat of a public person. I just mm-hmm. didn't know in what capacity, you mm-hmm. know, it, whether, it, whether it had been media or entertainment, whatever. I just knew that I would be in a position where somebody could be like, yo, that's the girl that was selling pussy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I just never wanted to be in that position mm-hmm. um, and then also when I thought about like just the art of prostitution if I really was you know like they used to have like the Bunny Ranch show on mm-hmm. HBO and I would watch that and I'd be like wow these women just really live in a ranch and they really yeah. just sell pussy all day yeah. and so for me it was like I would just be way too picky because you see these ugly yeah. ass dudes that's yeah. coming in it's but disgusting. they got some money so you're just like really I'm yeah. just doing it for the money because yeah. your dick is tiny you're fat you're gross you're yeah. virgin you stink yeah like I would be like, no. Yeah. I probably would get beat up and killed because they were like, bitch, yeah. how you going to tell me? No, you out here on the street. And yeah. like, but I'm classy though. Yeah. Cause you don't, you, 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 they don't value you. You're almost like nothing. You're not like a person. No. Um, that's why I feel like prostitution should be legal in America so that women can be empowered by it instead of being victimized by it. Like if you legalize prostitution, that puts the woman in control. That means you don't need pimps anymore. You means that women won't be kidnapped. They won't be beaten. They won't be drugged. Mm-hmm. Like if you put it in, a, if you put safety precautions in it, like they do with the porn industry, you get tested, you, you know, like you have medical health care, not health care, but you can you know, have medical services mm-hmm. that are available to you. So I feel like if you do these things that empowers women and the reason why they will never do it is because you, they, nobody wants women to be, yeah, empowered to be empowered because then it'll be a billion dollar industry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you can go sell some pussy on the side and pay yeah. for yourself to be a doctor yeah. because they want to stigmatize us. Every time women try to empower ourselves, especially when it comes to sex and our, and our own vaginas, they want to shame us for it. Men yeah. want to, sh- and some women too, women want to shame each other, yeah. other women for it. And they, everybody knows who got the best pussy. So well, we, it, yeah, would, it would be a cornered market. It would be a cornered market, and then and then bitches would be jealous, mm-hmm. and then you know be fighting mm-hmm. in the street and shit like that. But you know, mm-hmm. can you just imagine like doing your tax and they were like occupation? You'd be like selling mm-hmm. pussy. selling pussy. <sighs> I would try and come up with like a a, a you know like um, a servicing vaginal expert, something like really professional. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I would try and make it really glamorous yeah yeah mm. i don't know vagina kind of sore uh, yeah well that seems like somebody who is, is who's who wants yeah who, who wants, wants to yeah, purchase it who is who has had a lot of vaginas in there uh <sighs> i don't know oh uh, yeah i remember when i did my attack when i was a vagina distributor vagina distributor that'd be good vaginal distributor yeah what what i'm in vaginal distribution yeah what do you do well you know that's a good that's yeah good. yeah mm. Women, we gotta get our shit together because <laughs> clearly we are not we're not cornering any markets. No. Yeah. The only market that people women women have quartered is, is the makeup market. But now what was it? Revlon or Maybelline just gave this um teenage uh boy boy uh uh I think it was CoverGirl gave him a a, a contract because he does makeup tutorials. Oh, you know I don't uh, I feel like CoverGirl <clears throat> is the more um innovative company of all yeah. those um they like gave RuPaul, no that wasn't that was mac yeah mac is is mac gave RuPaul they're one. they're edgy mm-hmm. but they but they're a makeup company versus covergirl and maybelline their makeup and their skincare and their yeah. um uh but i just feel like covergirl more than any other company they showcase uh ethnic women mm-hmm. um they have the queen collection oh yes the um, queen is Queen Latifah. Oh, Queen Latifah. Yeah. Iman has uh, makeup too. Yeah. Yeah. The newest cover girl is a teenage boy. Yeah. 
what is his name? He's 17. James Charles, an aspiring makeup artist, will be the first male cover girl spokesmodel joining singers. Let Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, host Ellen, and Queen Latifah, among the others. You know this face is going to be beats. Oh. <laughs> you know, and what's interesting about this is that he's heavily made up. We're usually, Super. usually... But it's a it's a good it's a good fake face. Yeah. Um. Usually the um cover girls are very naturally made up. Yeah. No. He's he's straight up. Can so, you even say drag? Can you say? Are we allowed to say drag anymore? James Charles, right? Yeah. I don't know. Can you say? I didn't know that you couldn't say drag anymore. Is that what's People happening say, with these terms? You what? Um, you can't. He doesn't dress <laughs> up like a woman. Well, okay. So as. James James Charles for a ver- for a long time before a friend of mine started to transition from male to female he wore a full face of makeup as well as a beard you know with this with this young man I mean congratulations like I, I hate to speak against anybody that has had opportunities or get success because I never want it to seem like um, I want to take money out of people's pockets yeah or like stifle their growth but I don't like that type of makeup why those makeup tutorials on youtube i don't like i i don't like that now the makeup face it makes every single person look exactly the same everybody got the kylie jenner lip, the, where you where you don't where you give yourself the round lip line yeah. like everybody has that I, I thought we were celebrating individuality i got cussed out on twitter by the makeup mafias which i call them because this one girl i'm not even going to say her name because whatever but so I am not a makeup person. Mm-hmm. I do my simple face and mm-hmm. I do my TV face. That's mm-hmm. it. But on a daily basis, I may, if I feel so inclined, put some lip color on my lip. Mm-hmm. That is it. A little shimmer. Barely. That's mm-hmm. it. Because I'm lazy. So if I go out all night, the last thing I want to do is sit here and scrub my face and put toner and all that mm-hmm. other shit on it. Whatever is easy mm-hmm. is easy for me. So I'm on Twitter and I don't even know how I follow this girl. So I followed this girl and she tweeted like, um, if you don't even... if if the only makeup you have on is lipstick, you can't say shit to me. Like you can't judge me because you mm-hmm. only got lipstick on. Mm-hmm. But then her like handle was like natural glam so-and-so. And I was mm-hmm. like, it's interesting that you are bashing people about mm-hmm. not wearing makeup and you have natural in your name. And he was mm-hmm. like, you don't know natural glam is a technique mm-hmm. to look natural. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but motherfucker, that's what I'm, that's what I'm yeah. saying. The point is you are putting on makeup to look natural mm-hmm. and you getting upset at people who are natural are and natural. just put lipstick yeah. on like that's not good enough like yeah. my life has no meaning i have no value in my opinion because i don't have on foundation that looks like i'm not wearing foundation how dumb are you yeah and so they came after me they was like you don't understand makeup it's a technique you clearly don't know and like all of this shit and i was just like but see that this is the problem and i tweeted after this i was like this is the problem is that it's not your value is not what's on your face mm-hmm. It's what's in your head. You want to sit here 14, 15, 16 years old, putting up all this makeup on your face and you haven't developed anything inside of that. Mm-hmm. So you're just, you're being told, you know, it's the same thing with like the weight issue It's like, you're being told that your face is not enough. Mm-hmm. Your hair is not enough. Your body's not enough. Now you got to put all this extra shit on it. And you 16, you're peaking. Your face is peaking at mm-hmm. 16. You're not putting all that shit on at 30 years old. I've never seen so many women and young women Mm -hmm. wearing wigs and a contoured face. I can't. There's there's To get on the bus. Yes. And go to school. Yes. I have never seen that before. And it is so sad. Yeah. And, and, And what I do recognize and where I won't ever pass judgment is if, see, I've never had, um, 
uh, problematic skin. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what it's like to have to wear foundation, to have to get up and in order to feel confidence, have to put on something to even your face out or, or, or hide something, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know what that feels like, but I figure instead of investing all this money in covering it up, why don't you find out what's the cause of it? Because when things are coming out like that, yeah. there's something deeper. Yeah, there's something soda. deeper. It's soda. It's, it's Chinese. You know, food. whatever it's wings it is. Extra hard. Yeah, you, it's vegetable rice with no vegetables. But even if you're it's not doing Cheetos. that, it it might be soy for you. Yeah, it might be soy. Yeah, and every single thing you're eating and you don't even know it. Why not investigate that instead? Exactly. Of, and I just feel so bad for people who are trying to look like someone else. You know, like. Yeah. I saw this girl, somebody sent me a meme and it was this really, really pretty looking girl Mm -hmm. sucking on this ugly toe. Mm. And I noticed that everybody was like, yeah, pretty girls be sucking on, you know, niggas toes too. And all I could notice was the difference in color from her face (laughs) to her neck. And I'm like, that's not how that girl look. Wait, we're sucking on toes. Yeah, I might still have it. Please, I want to see this. First Um, of all, I don't care. That's one thing you can't pay me enough money for. Is I know amount of money you will have me second some nigga toe and putting on the internet. <laughs> I think he took a picture and he wasn't supposed to take the picture. <laughs> How do I go to my messages? But All women, of these updates. Women just, be, women just be out here sucking toes though? Like, yeah, apparently. Oh, that's not it. Apparently they do. It's funny what people admit to now, especially on social media. You know how many times I've seen a guy being like, ID ass, so what? Sir, I'm gonna need you to not put that on social media because someone's gonna screenshot that and you'll never live it down. <laughs> then yeah. another guy was post somebody posted on Facebook. They was like, Lady this guy wrote this whole long thing. Ladies, can you please stop changing your natural essence and aura and Damn, smell and your in your your genital area? You know, you're putting up all these fragrances and stuff. You know, we men, we just wanna smell the endorphins and your natural order and you just messing it up because I just wanna cheer. I was like I hear what you're saying, but you're doing too much. <laughs> like, cause I, cause I feel like you, you basically just advertising yourself, being like, I want to eat a lot of pussy, and so and, stop and, putting vegetal on it. Yeah, and you better not be the person who, if she does show up with her natural odor and it ain't one that appeals to you, Oof. and now you're gonna out her like, oh, she got the stink pussy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because not everybody's pheromones and you know appeal to, like, not not everybody's pheromones attract the same thing. Yeah. I just feel like I'm a personal believer that we are most beautiful in our natural states. I really do believe that. Now, with that being said, do Uh I like seeing women with skirts on and hairy legs? No, I don't. Uh, When you lift your arm, do I like seeing underarm hair? Nope, I don't. You know, I prefer a a well-groomed woman, but I still prefer her to look like how she is. Like, I'll never forget uh, when I woke up, I went to Vegas with a friend of mine and the way she went to sleep and the way she woke up was very different. And that's the first time you saw the true her. It, it wasn't the first time I saw the true her, but it was the first time I had saw such a drastic difference in such a short amount of time. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> I woke up first and when she jumped up and it was such a different face, all I could think was how do guys respond to you when they. Well, she, so did she try to put her face on for you or that was just for herself? Like, did she wake up like, oh, shit, 
Zayna ever seeing me. So no, she. I must have fell asleep before her. Mm-hmm. So when I fell asleep, she had on the face that she goes out into the world with, uh, and she had on the the hair that she goes out into the world with. Yeah. Um, and when I woke up, it's like she woke up and the hair was on the other side of the bed. Like I don't think it was supposed to come off, <laughs> but it came off. And then the makeup was just off. And I was just like, if I was a guy and yeah. woke up next to that, you know, I don't know if I didn't already have love for her. I don't know if I would be compelled to. So in her regular everyday life on a scale of one to 10, what's her, what does her outdoor face look like on a scale of one to 10? Um... A six and a half or a seven. So what is her behind the doors in the shadows face on a scale of one to ten? Like a. Okay, so this is hard. Okay, so like (laughs) it's it's like it's probably like a four point five. It's like a four and a half five. She's not even doing all. She only getting a, a point and a half. Yeah. And so you know what it is. It's. It's it's like little thing. Okay, so it's like if she just showed up in the in the outdoor well with her regular face, mm-hmm. you would say, "Oh, she's because you would just say that's na- she just is natural. She's just a girl who doesn't do much." And so because I can appreciate that, I'm gonna give you more points because this is natural. Got it. You know. But then when I see you and you made up and you get to about us, for me, I don't know. She be pulling a lot of guys, so maybe guys think she's a nine or a ten. But for but what me, does when her I body see look like, she she's gets- tall and thin. She's tall and thin, and for her thin little frame, she got a cute butt, and she got a nice amount of breasts Mm -hmm. for her little thin frame. So I think that's what appeals to guys. She has great legs. Mm -hmm. Um, They're long, and they're shaped very nicely. Did you tell her that she looks crazy with her makeup on? I didn't tell her nothing because when we had our falling out oh you're not friends anymore okay so it doesn't matter yeah we're not friends anymore and as she was bringing up a bunch of shit that didn't have anything to do with the argument Mm -hmm. i was like you know i could tell you you stink and i and i ain't even gonna use that against you right now but okay whatever (laughs) we're just not gonna be friends anymore yeah yeah i'm like that too like once i know that the bridge is being burned i'm not gonna like yeah i'm not just gonna bring up yeah i'm just not gonna because it's it's it's, that's only to hurt you and that ain't got nothing to do with 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 why I don't know I just like to I like to leave and I like to feel like I got character yeah I I'm I'm classy too I'm classy too you know? I have to because there's been situations that I've been in where I, in my back of my mind I'm, I tell them like I was in, I've been put in situations with people who don't really know me that well especially guys and they end up showing their ass and I be, and I say to them you have no idea how lucky you are mm-hmm. that I I'm a professional, classy woman. Because mm-hmm. if I was a street urchin with mm-hmm. nothing to lose, mm-hmm. I would tear your life mm-hmm. apart. Like I would set up fake email accounts yeah, exactly. and stalk every person in your family. Exactly. I could find out where you live, where your mama live. Exactly. I could run your license plate. Like I could do so much. You don't much. know the, yeah, the skill that yes. I have yes. to fuck with you. Yes. I had to tell my ex that. Mm-hmm. Um, his, his, because I was a little crazy. I had to, I had to stop being crazy because I realized when well, you so you smart, talk about it. So you talk about being crazy on stage, but you really mean that you yeah, was like, crazy. yeah, like but you really did submerge his laptop in water. No, 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 oh, I didn't. Okay. I didn't submerge his laptop in water. But let's be real, he couldn't afford a laptop. I would have been submerging my laptop in water. <laughs> um, <laughs> shade, but that's the truth. Yeah. But you, I realized like I'm too smart mm-hmm. to go crazy over somebody because I'm just smart, but you when smart equals like evil it's like diabolical oh yeah 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 do you get what i'm saying i will be diabolical you know and and i just didn't 
I just did. I had to tell his sister because, you know, every day when I would wake up and think about how upset I was with him, I would just cut his phone off. Mm. I didn't pay the bill. The yeah. bill wasn't under my name. Yeah. But it ain't hard. No, it's not hard. Hey, to turn your bill off. Hey, so-and-so, this is my information. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm so sorry I lost my phone. Yeah. I Can lost, you guys please cut yeah. my phone off? Yeah, or I'm going to be out of town. Yeah. Can you please suspend all services you know? so I get back into the country? And so all I just felt like every time I think about you and I feel bad about myself or I'm sad, you're inconveniencing my day. Like what Beyonce said, why are you fucking with my grind? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did he ever find out that it was you? Yeah, of course. He knew who he knew who it was, but he knew he couldn't appeal to my compassion because you fucked over my compassion. Yeah. And so his sister tried to appeal to me woman to woman. And you let her Black have woman it. to woman. And I said, listen, if I wanted to fuck his life up, I could. Uh-huh. So you should be calling me and thanking me. And she got my crazy too. <laughs> and she politely hung the fucking phone up. <laughs> That's so, when a woman gets involved on another man's behalf, you know, yeah. he is, he is yeah. at his wit's end. You know, when I have to tell, like, no, get, get, get the, f- he's only not hurt. And this is my exact words to her. You know, he's only not hurt because I've decided not to hurt him. <laughs> and she was like, I, I just think that you are a, just a classier one. I just thought, I know it didn't work out with you and my brother, but I just think that you, like, you are attractive, you're smart. Like, I just feel like you could get anybody. Why are you wasting your time with him? And as much as what she said made sense, yes. you know the only reason why he's not hurt is because I don't want to hurt him right now, right? <laughs> and she said, okay, well. You okay, well, that. I just hoped, yeah. Yeah, bring the Lord into this. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the goddamn Lord into it. I've never had a uh, I've never had a situation with that that deep. Like the relationships that I had never ended that crazy. But I have been put in situations with guys on the new on the new wave. Mm-hmm. You know, like getting to know you and you find out some mm-hmm. shit and you be like, you don't even know. Mm-hmm. You don't even know. I could ruin everything. Yeah, yeah. I could ruin everything. Yeah. Because guys are just dumb like that. I guess they don't think about it like that. Yeah, yeah. I think also. Uh, yeah, guys are dumb and they're very physical. That's why guys be killing, could be killing women. Yeah. When they find out, she, you know, when they in love and they find out yeah. they've been fucked over, a girl been playing with their heart, they they just got to kill her immediately because it ain't nothing. They don't know how to do nothing but wrap their hands around her neck. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But women, we know how to. When Pass I say, I don't tell it a lot on stage, but when I say I took the money out of his bank account mm-hmm. and then spent it on all the stuff in his life he didn't want to pay for. So it wasn't traced back to me. That is the absolute truth. What did you spend it on? He had an old uh, telephone, like a landline telephone bill that his mom had gotten his name when he was like a kid. Mm -hmm. It was like in collections or something. It was probably about to come off his credit. I paid it. (laughs) I I, um, put it like sent it to charities on stage. I say I adopted a highway in his name, but I, I, I put money in different charities. He uh, was a member at a gym mm-hmm. in LA and it was a bill that he had, he definitely didn't, it was like a $900 bill. He definitely didn't plan on paying because it had gotten that far yeah. along. Mm-hmm. I paid off that gym bill. How do you know all the places that he had debt? We were together for like a year and a half. Uh huh. I watched his. I watched him go in debt because he had nothing. But he still had money in his bank account. Because to towards the end, so this is what happened. So he tricked me, mm-hmm. right? And maybe I allowed myself to be tricked. Mm-hmm. But he seemed like 
<laughs> he had an old car and the window didn't work on our first date when he came to pick me up. The window didn't work. Uh-huh. Like didn't come down. Didn't didn't come up. Oh. Well, you in LA, so it don't really matter. And I thought, he's so cool. <laughs> yeah, you With tricked his yourself. Car. You tricked yourself. <laughs> you know? Um, and I thought that he was so confident because I had like a fairly new BMW mm-hmm. and I used to be like, I'll just drive. And he was like, nah, like my car is cooler than yours. And I'm like, I would never drive. He's cooler than me. Yeah. He has the confidence to drive a bucket with a, a, a yeah. non-working. You know, it's like I was tricked. Yeah. And then when I got into it seriously, I realized like I thought that he would be fasting during the day. And I thought, wow, I love this. He really is so spiritually connected that he doesn't eat on full days. And then I found out when I was in it. Oh, you ain't got money to buy food. Wow. Well, at least he has discipline. Uh. I don't think it's discipline when you No, but what I'm saying is some people who don't have money, they just ask people for money. He at least he wasn't asking people for money. He just was like, I will just not eat during the day. No, I think that he had just because what I also found out in the midst of our relationship was the woman he was with before me, she was like like some sort of middle uh Eastern European mm-hmm. or Spanish or something. And she had money. Oh, so she paid for everything. So what happened is I was reaping the benefit off of her residual. Mm-hmm. And the moment she realized, oh, he got another girl. She cut that. She cut that line off. Oh. And so he had enough to get me hooked. And then now I was the girl mm-hmm. paying for everything. Oh, no. You know? Yeah. And then towards the towards the end of it, then he started making his own money. And I guess he was like, well, now I'm making my own money. I don't need a girl to pay for me. Well, who, 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 let me see if I can entertain someone. Let me see oh. who, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so for me, it was like, oh, well, now you owe me. Yeah. Let me, you know, that's what it was for me. Like, you basically, bit, and he didn't just get money because he was, uh, uh, he was ambitious. I'm the one who helped him get the money. Mm. oh somebody wants to book you for a stand-up gig but you don't even have the money to get there let me give you my flight that my best friend gave me just in case i needed to get home last minute Mm -hmm. let me give you that do you get what i'm saying yeah it sounds like i'm not over this guy (laughs) no i think it's just an anger that's really deep i'm pretty sure you're over him you you want to know why it's it's an anger because you feel though you were too smart to have put yourself in a situation. Yeah, and still in this present day, like I had to block him on social media. He's still he's in the same business. Yes, mm-hmm. and I had to block him on my phone because, and this is what I mean by character. He will come up to me and say hi and try and hug me and inquire or exist in my life like he don't owe me $7,000. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he did not disrespect me in the way or disregard me in the way he he like for me see I, you ain't even got to give me the money back but acknowledgement you know what I know I took a lot from you I know I took 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 from you and I never filled the pot back up yeah and I know it took you years I know that you have had broken relationships since mm-hmm. because you because I damaged you in the way that I did but you I don't think you'll ever come to that point exactly. on that level maybe the money part but not the so for me part. for me i feel like that's character yeah you ain't even you don't even want to you you want to exist like it never happened like okay i haven't seen her in like two years so i could show back up like i'm a whole new person is he is he successful fuck no oh well you ain't gonna never get that money back no 
Yeah, but you just use them as a storyline when you start doing your own television oh, yeah. show. And oh, have yeah. somebody shorter and not as attractive or way more better looking play him. I would I wouldn't even give him the ben- the 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 You the, wouldn't give him a character? No. Mm-mm. Oh. I wouldn't even like you mean a character and then and then make him look bad. Like you know like yeah. I I would not even give him that satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Not even a you know yeah, I the, when I blocked him, he called me and was like, "Yeah, man, I just want to see you." So, I'm so give me give me one. Thank you so much. Give me one second. Let me call you right back. Where's this block? No, block. Yeah, I don't want you to have no access to me. But that's how I am. I feel that way too because I feel like having access to me is a privilege. Yeah, there's so many men, especially men who, oh, I say people in general who know that they fucked up or weren't 100% truthful with you or wanted to monopolize your time and your energy. And then once you put them in their place, they start, you know, coming mm-hmm. around a little bit with the tail between their legs, being mm-hmm. like, well, I just want to see how you're doing, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, especially, you know, being a comic, oh, you know, you have anything coming up that I can see, any mm-hmm. show that I can come to? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, because you weren't, you didn't give a fuck when I gave a fuck. Yeah. So don't try to like have access to me now. But I realize that people want that access to you because they feel like they know that they they, they want to try and get something out of it. Yeah. And you know what? I don't want anybody to, you know, think that it's just a, a romantic thing. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way with friends. Yeah. I had somebody that I was very close to and, you know, we're not friends anymore. And we will we could never. There's times where I genuinely miss her. Mm-hmm. And but. There's certain things where I feel like it takes acknowledgement for me to accept you back in my life. If you can't acknowledge that you that that if you can't acknowledge how you wronged me, I just feel like, yeah, you may have grown. You may have gotten some success, but you're still lacking in character. But see, the thing is, I had a falling out with somebody and it wasn't till maybe like two, maybe like three years later that we had a conversation and she told me what I did that upset her and I had no idea that I did that thing. I had no idea that she had interpreted my action as an insult. Mm -hmm. And so I had my story, she had her story and when we finally spoke, I told her what I was upset about and she told me that her behavior was in response to something that I had done like mm-hmm. a month or two before. And I mm-hmm. hadn't even realized that what I had done could have been misinterpreted as being mm-hmm. offensive or, or insulting to her. Let so are just, you hundred percent sure that let this me tell you this. Knows? Um, I am. Mm-hmm. And, and, and because let me just tell you this, your friend did not live with you for a year, right? No, hell no. And sleep on your couch. No. And then have the celebrity men that she was dealing with come to your house really? and hang out with you and cupcake yeah. and you make sure that you not be there. Uh-huh. So when you get what I'm saying yeah. with shit like that, you come to a person and say, you know what? I know we not friend, but I appreciate yeah. you. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, if you're not aware of that, I don't want to be your friend anyway. So- if I got to make you aware of that, if I got to make you aware that when I allowed you to have a nigga put a check in my name, because you could not, no bank would let you open an account. Yeah. And then later, two years later, when the IRS comes and tells me I owe them a certain amount of money because the nigga that wrote you, the nigga you fucking wrote you, uh, uh, filed it as a as a work thing. And now I got to pay taxes on the money I helped you get that you never gave to Watch me. Your water. While you While you slept on my couch. Yeah. So I let you keep the whole check. Yeah. While you slept on my couch, I paid the taxes on money I never got to. And you can't come to me and be like, you know what? When it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. 
So if if you not if I gotta make you aware of that, yeah, I don't get, we ain't gotta have no conversation. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, she definitely knows. If it was See, a, some if people it, know that they, but some people know they can never repay you. She knows that she can never repay you for the things that you did for her, and she doesn't even want to admit that she's that much of a scum bucket. No, no person does, especially not a woman. A guy be like, I ain't shit, but a woman, it's very rare for a woman to be like, I ain't shit. You know, this is gonna go. This is public, and I, I do share this with my with uh, people who get to know me. Um, because it was something, it's something that, em, that I'm very embarrassed by. And so now it's going to be public. Um, and this is what I mean by character. And I take, I think it takes maturity to get here. But when I was in junior high school, I stole from my friend mm-hmm. and I f- not only fucked up the relationship between her and I, I fucked up the relationship between her and her mom. Mm-hmm. And I fucked up the relationship between a, a whole group of our friends. Right. And at the time, I didn't care because I was going to be all right. Yeah. I was embarrassed mm-hmm. for a second. But then once the embarrassment left, it was like, everybody want to be my friend. I'm not I'm not in need of friends. So, yeah. you know, too bad. And it wasn't until that happened when I said junior high school. We were friends in junior high school, but this happened in high school. So this happened when I was like 14 years mm-hmm. old. It wasn't until I was about 26 or 27 that I, I found her. I contacted her on Facebook and I said, I'm very sorry for what I did. I stole, I never admitted it then. Mm-hmm. I pretended that's what fucked up the relationship. I was like, your mom is crazy. Wow. I would never do that to yeah. you. You know, I said, I did do it. I, I, I'm embarrassed. I know that I messed up our friendship. I know that I messed up the relationship between you and your mom. And I know I messed up the relationship and I know I fucked it up between our group of friends. I made them choose. Mm-hmm. You know, and because I knew I was wrong, I, I kind of slowly bowed out yeah. of the group of friends. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I wasn't yeah. going to admit it. And she said to me, um, I appreciate that. I appreciate you for sending this to me. I, I hope that you understand that I can't be your friend. Yeah. And you know what, Chloe, in my admission of that, I wasn't even looking for her friendship. Yeah. But because I knew it wasn't really about it was all it was all. My only intent was to to make her know she wasn't crazy. crazy. Yeah, I didn't even say, "Oh, girl, I ain't trying to be your friend." Yeah. I just let her say that to yeah. me, and I took it. Mm-hmm. I said, "I completely understand." I just want you to know that I loved you then. I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't really value friendships at mm-hmm. that point in my life, and I just want you to know that I did do it, and I'm very sorry. Maybe like a couple of months after that, I went to my high school's alumni game. Mm-hmm. And she, I saw her. She came up to me. She said, I've been wanting to hug you Aww. for the past couple of years. Wow. She said, I missed you so much. You're so, be- I'm so, pr- you get what I'm saying? We yeah. ain't been friends. We ain't talked since. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But. But she had, she had a forgiving heart though. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of people wouldn't be able to handle that admission without being like, I need to, I need to vindicate myself at this point you know like you came to me humbly and you apologize mm-hmm. some people be like i'm gonna take this and be like y'all zaynab finally apologized that bitch was lying the whole time mm-hmm. you know like some people it depends and, on- and even if she did that i wouldn't have minded it yeah i wouldn't have minded it because i think i got to a place and i think i had maturity enough to to yeah just accept like listen that's that's a, that's the facts i did lie yeah. And I was, you know, the same thing they saying with, with you know, the, the, with the, um, <laughs> they were saying that about the, uh, 
the the the, the swimmer who lied. They were saying, oh, oh he's Locked a young, in. he's a young boy. He's uh, only yeah. th- he's only thirty years old. You know, Get the fuck out of here. Which that's just ridiculous. Well, that's you know white. You know exactly. But I would look back and say, you know what? I was fifteen. I didn't or fourteen. I didn't value them. I didn't think there were many consequences to what I did. Um, I've learned a lot since then. Yeah. You know, there's another story. Like, did you hear about the story? This uh, old white guy, he did a story corp, you know, story corp. They, they do oral history stories. People come in and they talk about some moment in like the forties, thirties, whatever. And so he told a story how he was a little kid, white kid. He was a little kid and he broke his classmates glasses mm. and he just wanted to, he didn't want his parents to find out that he broke the glasses. So he went home and say the glasses cost it was less than five dollars so let's just say two don't quote me but mm-hmm. it was at least like two or four dollars so he went home and he was like i know that but in the 40s that's what the Aaliyah. equivalent to like what probably like two hundred dollars no not two hundred dollars probably like twenty five dollars. okay like so <laughs> yes inflation ain't that much you say now you said you said you studied math okay yeah so <laughs> so he knew that if he went home and took his housekeeper's pay which was the same amount of money as a broken glasses that he can get his classmates glasses fixed without getting in trouble. So he came home, he's in his, he stole, you know, you know how back then they were like, I left your money on the counter. Yeah. So he went on the counter and stole the housekeeper black, of course, black woman's uh, money, which is like her pay, her mm-hmm. pay, like two or $4, two or $4, not like two or $4, mm-hmm. uh, two or $4. Um, took it to school the next day, pay for his classmates glasses of course, the black lady was like, Miss so and so, my money ain't here. Well, I mm-hmm. left your money there. And so the woman gets, they, so the mother accused the black maid of stealing the money and mm-hmm. lying about not getting it. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the neighborhood hears, you know, Bessie is a thief. She stole money from Miss so and so. So now time, she can't get rehired. She can't get it rehired. She, I think she might have, you know, of course she had kids. And so this little boy kept the secret this whole time. Now he's 80 something years old going on NPR being like, I want to find the woman whose life I ruined. I want to apologize. So Mm -hmm. people are down the middle and the comments are like, get the fuck out of here. You white piece of trash. Mm -hmm. You ruined this black lady's livelihood in Mm -hmm. 19 segregation time. Mm -hmm. Like, who are you to want an apology now? No one's going to forgive you. And other people are like, well, we should forgive him. But I mean, your situation is like that, but it's not. But I think, I think that it's, I think, think that if see if that if that would have been more honorable to me if mm-hmm. he actually did that in private see if he if he if he went on NPR because that is the only way like to make this public announcement is the only way to find this yeah. woman then well, that's different dead so I guess her family but like you know like I want to apologize to you for ruining your mother's livelihood and sending you down a spiral of welfare and poverty yeah no that's just that's probably him just trying to get his conscience right because he know he about to die so he about yeah. to meet his maker yeah you yeah, know I don't appreciate that that's fucked up yeah I don't appreciate that yeah I mean unless you come in with some reparations of course not what you leave you leaving us you i mean definitely gonna do that you of know course he's not gonna do that if you just if you just empty a pot and i will because because that just made me think about something i wanted to to relieve her of hold on shut up <laughs> i wanted to relieve her of like whatever responsibility, whatever her thoughts were, but I really needed it. I needed to be relieved of the guilt as well. Of course. You know, and so that, that in that part, it is selfish because you do, 
You know, it was something that I was in now. Now that I've apologized and admitted it, it's like you can't. I eight miled it. Yeah. You could talk about it all you want. Oh, yeah. Because I don't already owned it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Um, And that is a selfish part of it. But. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of something that I'm super guilty about even now. Hmm. I don't know. Now, my 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 deviance comes with corporations. What do you mean? Like, I'll wear something once and return it to Nordstrom. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, get up. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. See, you small. I can't do that. What you mean? Because, like, close to me, close to me are already, already cumbersome. So, to find something that fits okay. to, and not want to keep it. <laughs> like to find something return it so you you highfalutin you be fancy and shit i don't be doing all that i'll be wearing the same stuff every day so my goal like, my goal in life is to be so so revered as a person that i could wear the same outfit four times but you know what i think i think that's what people don't know about me courtney don't i be wearing the same stuff over and over and over again I wear You're the good. same stuff over and over. I know, over. but when you step out, you step out. See, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, I don't step out the way you step out. Oh. Yeah. I'm just saying. So by that, I mean, like, I, I, I don't be buying dress, clothes. Like, fancy clothes to me are like, a, like I have a closet full of fancy clothes right there. I don't even wear them because I'm like, oh, they don't deserve this. <laughs> so, so I don't like wear something and just take it back to Nordstrom for the sake of it. But what I'm saying is, let's say, let's say. I need a dress for a part. Let's say I need a dress mm-hmm. for something. Like I'm just shooting something, right? Yeah. And I don't want to keep it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're selling the dress. Let's say I see the dress at like a mom and pop shop, mm-hmm. a small single owned boutique, yes. right? I'll, I won't buy it and take it back because I know they need the money. Yeah. But then I know Macy's is a big corporation. They don't need the money. So you'll find that dress So in I'll Macy's. find that dress in Macy's. That's what I mean. That's see, my way of sticking it to the way, man. That's way too much work. Or like, this is my other way of sticking it to the man. So like, if a black movie is in the movie theater Mm -hmm. and then a real big blockbuster is in the movie theater, I'm paying for the black movie. Yeah. Like, I went and saw Doctor Strange, but I paid for Moonlight. Oh, okay. Did you see Moonlight? I saw Moonlight. I I paid for Moonlight too. Okay. But when I went to see Doctor Strange, I paid for Moonlight. And then you sneak in to Doctor Strange. Yeah. And then I just go into Doctor Strange. I don't even sneak. Like, I just walk in. Like, I paid for the Doctor Strange ticket. Got it. And it's like that. It's like... Like, okay, so let's say let's say a black movie came out the first week of the month, mm-hmm. and every week of that month I go to a movie, they'll go to the movies to see a new, uh, huge grossing film, like studio budgeted yeah. film. You still paying? I for just that. pay for that same black movie every single time. Got it. That's, that's 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 my way of sticking it to the man. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I never thought. And about the reason that. why I did that was because a couple of years ago, I was watching like some news story, and they were saying be careful because certain theaters. It was like AMC theaters. Yeah, they still do that. Yeah, they. You have to look at your ticket because mm-hmm. you buy a ticket for black films, and they'll give you a ticket to. And I'm like, that's crazy. They ain't yeah. doing that. I went to AMC theater in Burbank, California, mm-hmm. and I bought a ticket for a black movie. And something made I can't remember what the movie was at the time. And something it might have been The Help. Mm-hmm. And something um, said, look at your ticket. Yeah, something said, look at my ticket. And it was for a completely other film. And when you went back, they looked at you like. And I said, I said, I bought it was right. I, I had just stepped away from the, the, the box office. And I said, I just asked you for a ticket for it. And she looked at me like, oh. Was she black or white? She was Spanish. Oh, 
Okay. Which 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 just shows they just following orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she was just a young girl. I knew it wasn't her yeah. personal. It was just when I say they don't care, meaning like she would never step up and be like, This is wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then she was like, Oh, I can't change your ticket. You gotta go up to customer service. And so it's that whole like somebody else would be like, I don't wanna miss my movie, so I don't care. If they don't care, I don't yeah. care. But I care because I know what it means to have a good opening weekend. Yeah. I know what it means to, you know. My thing is what well what <laughs> What do the movie theaters get out of that? It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not that it directly, it directly hurts the studio, but somebody, you're shooting yourself in the foot, basically. Why would a movie theater care about a black movie doing well or not doing well? Because it's just a movie. It doesn't matter to them. You just, because they're probably in business in some way, shape or form with the studio. Yeah. So you think once Nate Parker lost his mind, everybody was like, change that shit to motherfucking captain america or whatever the hell is out yeah, because because sony can say yeah. sony can say do you want us to do you want us to go do you want us to have more like in your in in these demographics do you want us to go to regal cinema yeah or do you want us to yeah, do you get what i'm saying and then amc is like no we want that's the, that's gonna be the biggest selling movie of the, we want that money i just feel like at this point if I not if but when I start making my own movies, I'm just gonna go straight to Netflix. I'm just gonna go straight to a streaming device. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to have to deal with the the whole hassle of going through a movie. Yeah, because then you have more control over it. Yeah, except for the fact that now Netflix, like streaming services, they're building studios. Yeah, and so what they what they'll do is they'll just replace the monster, and it'll be a new monster, mm-hmm. but it's the same operation. Yeah. That's true. Do you want to talk about the night you and I went to a uh, BDSM fetish party? Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so uh, one night, not too long ago, uh, Zainab (laughs) and I went to a a BDSM fetish party in Long Island, which was so anticlimactic. Yes and no. Well, for you, for you, it was just like seeing everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, was, it was. I'm surprised that you actually wanted to go with me. And the reason why I went is because I have a friend who was in the lifestyle, and she was like, "Oh, come, you'll see," because she she was a featured attraction. So mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh, come and see me. Some support me." And of course, you know, mm-hmm. anything for the story. I um, I'm like one of I'm a super curious person, mm-hmm. um, and so as long as like my life isn't going to be endangered, I like to experience a lot of things at least just once because I'm, I'm more of like I, I'd rather go to it than read an article about it Got it. or you know like that's I like to experience shit that's how I learn yeah. um um and I'm one of those people who's perceived to be like I'm so like um yes you're, you're very Diana Ross and then we find out that you're actually uh Patti LaBelle what now what does that mean <laughs> like <laughs> no i wouldn't say cardi b no but like diana ross is very like prim and proper and yeah. like like very like feather feather voice and like no yeah. i would never do that yeah. and patty bell is like i got potato pie for sale yeah and i got some hot sauce in my bag and yeah. i'm a fake like i know the fuck what these words are on a song and i have no idea <laughs> but no that is accurate <laughs> that is that is totally accurate patty um, is, is a hometown girl yeah you know and yeah. she'll cuss you out yeah and kick you off a stage and all yeah. that shit and yeah. diana ross is like oh i'm just so yeah. amazing and you know i floated in here yeah on chariot well, that's that well that, that's pretty accurate i guess yeah. and I, and i'm not putting that out there but i just think that's the perception um but but I was curious and I and I was available and you always some of the stuff that comes out of your mouth what is so every so often like like a, a definitive 
moment for me with you is you said, you know what, Zainab? I got somebody who is perfect for you. Mm-hmm. Now, th- does it matter if I fucked them? Yeah. <laughs> you see how that, 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 uh, my eyes was like, <laughs> my thought was, this bitch is crazy. That's what, what my thought was. <laughs> and you said it so casually. Yeah. And I showed you his picture. And you, and was you like, showed me. But yeah. you didn't just show me his picture. You swiped your phone and said, let me see if I got a picture of his dick in my. So I want to be with the man <laughs> who you got a stockpile picture of his dick in your phone. Listen, friendships start from the most obscure places. They do. And so but. he was like someone who I felt like was a good person. He just wasn't good for me. He was he's not a bad person, but I feel like he would have meshed well with your energy. You know what I mean? Well, you know where he messed up? He fucked me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but all I'm saying is that everybody you meet has fucked somebody and probably somebody you know. Just because I told you, you know what I'm saying? But it is really close, um, Chloe. Like, no, you know, my first, my first pr- uh, interaction with you, um, we, I didn't know if we would ever be friends, mm-hmm. but I feel like we are getting to know each other and I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And so... It's just too close for me. It's just too close. <laughs> now I feel like Diana Ross. It's it's just too I'm much. I'm telling for me. you, you never know. So I'm saying to you, if you if you had a guy in your life that you thought was perfect for me, and mm-hmm. you had happened to have slept with him in the past, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a factor to me. I wouldn't want you to be like, I don't want twenty five. You left. But you know what? I understand that because it wouldn't. I would be able to, because when I'm done with the guy, I'm done with him. Yes. But on the flip side, I can't take from, okay, so like the guy the guy that I'm seeing right now. Um, oh, you want to talk about that? Let's talk about that. Tell us about him. Seeing someone? Is he nice? The guy, the guy that I'm seeing She's right now. He's smiling from ear to ear. He, um, you see how he, the voice changed? Did you hear that voice change? You heard it went down a couple <laughs> octaves very he he what he's learning about me is my need to feel special Mm -hmm. you know and he sent me a risque picture Mm -hmm. and although I enjoyed it I knew that I hadn't I wasn't the first one who's seen it why would you even spoil the moment because that's who I am yeah and I said I know I'm not after a while, I said, I said, you know, I really like this picture. It brings me joy, but it makes me a little bit horny. But I know that you sent this to someone before me. And he said he, he didn't want to confirm it. But I think because we speak so honestly to one yeah. another, he eventually did. And I wasn't upset. It didn't change how I felt about him. Uh-huh. I just had no use for the picture anymore. So could you have said instead, listen, sweetie, I like your pick, but next time can you just make sure that it's a, a Zaynab exclusive? That's basically that's basically what I said. But the reason why I couldn't just say it about the picture is because it's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Overall, it's like I can't appreciate anything that's not special between us. It's very hard for me to appreciate it. Yeah. And so it's not just in this moment. You have to understand that in every moment. Got it. And so I'm not going to stop and tell you, like, you know, if, if you and I discover a restaurant together and we enjoy it mm-hmm. and we talk about revisiting it what you can't do is call me in two weeks and say you about to take your friend there so that's why i need to let ah. you know it's an overall thing with me it's not a do you know what i'm saying so did that's why i gotta stop that? yeah he did and i mean that's that's part of what i like think, about him do you think that that your need to feel special comes from coming from a very large family probably yeah yeah 
Probably. Well, how many siblings? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Probably. That may be it. Yeah. Because you don't want to feel like you're an afterthought or just one of many. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he gets it, then. Yeah, he understands it, and it takes a little bit of compromising on on both of our ends because he is he he is a very friendly guy, and he's he's. He's one of those people, like like I told you, like he has a, a nice following on social media. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those people, like, I respond to everybody because when I reach out to people, I want responses. Got it. And so he responds to everybody. And, or, in, in, inappropriate or not. Or he doesn't like he may he may not know. respond to them inappropriately, yes. but he will respond to an inappropriate yes. response, you know. But you have to just not follow him on social media if you want to save your your sanity mm-hmm. and the future of whatever this may be. You have mm-hmm. to realize that his social media presence is not who he is privately, and you can't hold him to anything. Anything that happens on social media cannot be held in a court of law unless it's a DM private conversation that was clearly not for the show of being an entrepreneur uh, of an being the show of being an entertainer yeah yeah. and i think i'm i think i'm that's i don't not follow him because for him me liking his pictures or liking his videos and stuff like that it's a show of support got it you know so i can't not follow him Mm -hmm. but um i do have to separate i do have to understand what he and and just trust that um some of it is persona, is the public persona. But I think at some point in your relationship, you're going to have to say, listen, we're, we have to unfollow each other. Yeah. Just po- for us to, to preserve what it is. Yeah. I don't want to judge you on that aspect. I want to judge yeah. you on this aspect. Yeah. I've done that when I was, when my last relationship, we, I, we sat and I was like, all right, because we were friends before. Yeah. And so we were friends on everything. And once we got into a serious relationship, I was like, we need to unfollow each other on everything. And yeah. And he was like, uh, all right I, I don't i get it but okay like, yeah so we did and yeah that was probably one of the best things that we ever did i mean we ended up breaking up but still yeah at least we didn't have fights over social media i like that he's a little bit crazy for me mm-hmm. i like that um because i'm used to being a crazy one yeah and so for somebody to come in and be just as crazy it makes me feel good oh um like I snapchatted him like a, a picture of out like I was going out with my sisters and I snapchatted him like a picture of like the undergarment that I was wearing mm-hmm. and he thought that that was the actual outfit uh-huh. and he said who I got make me kill somebody tonight and I just felt so secure and I that was just so it for me soft and pink it's sickening. I am and he says that yeah. he says that about me he's like you really you really for the outside world you really appear to be very strong but you're so so soft and i think the fact that he recognizes that it makes me feel like safe like why yeah. i have to be that because he's he's like but i know you're only doing it because you are so soft so you know you have to protect that you have to be protective got it you know and the fact that he understands that i really like it but back to the sex party um <laughs> <laughs> you came out with me because you realized that i don't give a fuck and you want you to see don't. how far this was gonna be yeah, and I was concerned. Remember, Chloe? I was like, is anybody going to try and do it to me? No, nobody. It wasn't a sex party. There are different. It's a difference. A sex party, a swing sex party is where people have sex on premises. Mm-hmm. We went to a BDSM fetish party where they have different stations, mm-hmm. where they have different fetishes that you can partake in. But you recognize I watched a woman get fisted. You do recognize but that, But that was right? her motherfucking fetish. It was a spanking and fisting table that she was bent over and Courtney just gagged. Yeah, it was. It, it looked like it looked like a picnic table. It was like one of those. Oh, no, no, no. It was not a picnic. It wasn't a. 
Okay, no, it was a, it was a table. It was a table that had like okay, you you know how they do was it was the Charlie horse? What's the thing? What's the the thing they do on the Olympics that you like jump over it? It's like the big thing, and you just like sprint, and then you flip over yeah, it, and you yeah, jump and over you it. Jump. I forget what it's called. So yeah. it's that, but it had like a little seat in front of it. So you literally would like put your knees like on a pic- like a picnic table yeah, portion, exactly, like a bench. You put your knees on the bench, and then you would fold over the hump yeah, part. Yeah, and so your ass is open to the world. Mm-hmm. And this woman, her fetish was to be spanked and fisted. Meanwhile, I was getting cupping. I was getting therapeutic cupping. Yeah, for real. I was yeah. like, oh, he's doing cupping. Yeah. I never had that before. Let me go get my chakras opened up yeah which was which was cool yeah well he actually because he was doing fire therapy and i was like i don't want fire i just want the cupping yeah um i think i think the thing that allowed me to accept it was the woman seemed to be enjoying it so much oh until until the end of the night when a woman who was fisting her decided that she was going oh my god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the woman who was fisting the other woman decided she was going to cut the cake. Yeah, yeah. It was somebody's birthday, so they had two birthday cakes. And me yes. and Zaynab had been looking at these cakes from the time we got yes. there. Like, Yo. I'm like, I can't wait for them to cut this Yes, it was cake. like, here's a chocolate and a strawberry and she cake. she stick her finger in and taste the icing she, or something? Yeah, 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 she did. Bitch, that she is cut. pussy motherfucking <laughs> finger. She cut it. She was like, all right, y'all, it's time to sing happy birthday. <laughs> and so we sing happy birthday. And then Zaynab was like, she better not cut that cake. I was like, she she's about to cut, cut that, that cake. cake. She cut the cake and then, then took her finger, put it in the icing, and then, and then like put it on and the some, birthday yeah, girl's on the, uh, face or something like that. And then we was like, it's time to go. You know what was the... We, we left. It was two things that were... That were um, a bit that I had to get used to. They like threw me for a loop. The guys that really love to be spanked. Yeah. It was and they were black men. They were like the only two black men yeah, yeah, yeah. at this event. And they just the, just the, the their reaction to the women spanking mm-hmm. them with these paddles just was so uh emasculating to me. But so you gotta understand something. Because I have friends and I'm not I'm not into like BDSM and all that shit. I don't I don't do that. But I'm sure for now. Um no, but but what you realize is that and when I ask my friends who are in it, you are, it's okay. You will be surprised by how many people partake in aspects of swing lifestyle and BDSM. Mm-hmm. And then within that, you'd be surprised by how many men, especially like dominant men in everyday life want to be submissive because mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a release. It's mm-hmm. a vacation. It's the same reason why like I'm a dominant person. I have a dominant personality, not by, not by, um, not by force that's just naturally who mm-hmm. i am so when i'm in a relationship i want to be the docile one because mm-hmm. i control everything i don't want to be one that's telling you how to pay the bills take out the trash get my oil change do th- i don't want to have to do that shit mm-hmm. i really don't because i'm so in control of every other aspect of my life so when you have a black man who has the weight of being a black man in america on his shoulders and then he can go into a safe space and be spanked and humiliated and spat on and all of this shit mm-hmm. it's like it's it does something to them and then the flip side to that is you we were surprised to find out how many men just like to take it in the ass who don't identify as gay which is now a thing because cosmo just released the article last week or you know a couple weeks ago talking about five ways to peg your man yeah and they gave you different positions and apparently some men well there's a g-spot there so yes i've heard but i mean you know what else too would you peg your man in the butt um, I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't know. Um, I'm not really into that, mm-hmm. but but I am into 
um, when when I I'm not like a person that just sleeps with people. Yeah, and I, I like I like to believe that when Me I neither. am having sex. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, I, you know, I like to believe when I'm having sex, there's like some love between us. Me too. <laughs> not, not with your variety of dicks in your phone. I can't help who sends me motherfucking dicks in my phone. You can though. No, no, you can't. No, you can't. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. Chloe, I'm not. Nobody sending me dicks. That's because that's not your energy. So you can control. But I can't control my energy though. <laughs> yes, I just I, I have a happy jovial send me a dick energy. I can't help that they actually send it though. Like I feel like you know what it is. It's not even that I have dick energy. It's just that I'm not judgmental. You come across as being judgmental. So I feel like if a man sent you his dick, you would shut him all the way down. Whereas I would be like, oh that was cute, ha ha ha, tee hee hee, and keep it moving. You would be like, this is inappropriate, and how dare you have the audacity to send me your genitalia or my free nights and weekends? I'm a classy lady. I gotta get on stage, and I got your dick in my brain. I can remember my first opening joke. You disgust me. I would not say all of that. Something close to it. But I would probably say, like, what do I do with this? And you look at it and you show your friends. I'll be like, look at this little dick in my phone. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm a prude in that way. I'm not a prude. I'm a prude in that way. I don't, emotions have to be attached to the dick for me. No emotion. Yeah, so. I, think, I I probably need to figure out why I'm so emotionless. But you know what I do remember that night at the what? sex party? I like how we going back and forth. from. No, that's <laughs> what this was all about. Um, the, the There was like a, a known like dominatrix. Donna Matrix, Dominatrix. The there. woman? Uh-huh. Yeah, and a lot of the men were coming up to her, white men, talking about how they traveled long, far and wide yeah. to come and be spanked and beat by her. Yeah. We it's, walked up right before her and her friend, her and her partner, like her her dominatrix partner were about to, they were setting up on the stage yeah. to fuck the shit out this white guy who could you, not wait. No, yeah, we left. Yeah, I know. But did you see, you heard her ask me. She was like, do you want to fuck him up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you, no, no, thank that's you. that's not my thing. And she was like, you sure you don't have any aggression to yeah. get out? Like you, like it's going to be fun. And I was like. She said, just watch for a little while. And then if you want to join. And I was like, I'm sorry. That's not. it was the more <laughs> enticing she was trying to make it, the more fearful. I yeah, was. She was, I was like, like, you can punch him and spit him and yeah. bite him. And, uh -huh, yeah, and in my mind, I was like, Chloe. Up. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to be beat down. He was white. He was nerdy. He was in a latex get up. He was ready to go. Mm -hmm. And we left. And later we found out they was like, oh, yeah, they fucked, fucked him in all hole. Every hole. They fucked the oh, shit out of him. God, and we heart. was. We was going back to the city to get something to eat. Yes. And then, you know, when I got I got on the plane that next day, uh -huh. and you know I broke, my mouth broke out. Remember I told oh, you? No, you didn't tell me. <laughs> I, told you. Oh, I said, oh, shit, the sex party potato <laughs> chips gave me herpes. I ate herpes potato chips. <laughs> no, we made sure we ate before anybody touched yes, it. Yes, and that's what I was saying to everybody. I was like, but but she kept telling me, eat before before anybody yeah. touches it. So I ate all the brand new chips, but they must have herpes on the potato <laughs> chips. Because <laughs> now I got the herp. <laughs> you did not get no damn Yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get um, herpes. Okay, let's wrap but... this up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Zainab Johnson what makes you a social misfit fuck you could have told me I needed to prepare something <laughs> no. Chloe just think about what makes you a social misfit um I I think what makes me a social misfit is I can I, I bottom line a lot of things mm -hmm. and so um out of nowhere I may say something so truthful that you don't expect from me 
And I say it so like matter of factly, but not with any sort of malice or pain. Just it is what it is. Yeah. And I think it all it always stops the room for a second. Got it. And sometimes it's about a person like it's directly to a situation or sometimes it's some revelation of myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that always like kind of jars people. Yeah. For a second. And they're like, oh, I didn't know you were like, oh, OK. Mm hmm. So you reveal you reveal things about yourself that yeah. people don't expect. Yeah. At like random times. At random times. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. That happened with you and I. Yeah. I don't even know how we became friends. Not like not don't know how, but it was I think in the beginning we were friendly to each other because of Keith Robinson. I was gonna say maybe it was Keith because It was Keith because Keith Robinson, if you don't know, Keith is a comedy legend and he is always trying to make black women feel like we are terrible in a friendly way. <laughs> No, like, because he'd be like, why are you acting like you can't talk to another black woman? Yeah. Y'all both comedians yeah. stop acting like that. You'd be like, yeah. I just walked in the room. I don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. How did I act yeah. like what? I don't know her. Yeah. Well, get over here and talk to her and say, nah, yeah. y'all probably know each other. No, we don't. But okay. Hey, yeah, you know, my name's yeah. Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, I think we forced us to have dinner together. We went out something. to dinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. We went out to dinner. And then you and I went out to dinner by yeah. ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Which I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. We went to, um, yeah, we went to Westville. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Chloe, you are kind of intimidating. Why? How? Well, first of all, your stature, you know. You're almost as tall as me. I am, but you have a little bit of weight on me. Okay. Like, a I lot of bit of weight I wouldn't on be you, scared. I would. <laughs> I wouldn't be scared to fight you, but I would be like, I gotta be like, I gotta, I'm gonna have to do the footwork with her. Cause if she get me down, yeah. I'm done. That's cause you're wafy. I can't help that you have a high metabolism. I'm first of all, I'm not wafy. <sighs> okay. I am a slim build. Bitch, you're skinny. He's giving you the finger over there. You are skin, you're skin tea. Okay. No, I'm slim. Okay, fine. I'm slim. Yeah, right. And I'm thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. So. <laughs> but that's a, that's a famous but line. we also we also met in a on a competition show correct and which on a, which, on, which was a which was a setback for every relationship from that show yeah. every person that i met from that show we all go back to be like you know that shit was fucked up yeah. and we probably didn't like each other yeah. just because of the circumstances yeah. or or per- perception yeah exactly and i think that it was just all probably wrong because i'm not i'm not i don't seek people yeah you know and i don't think you do either Mm -hmm. and so that always seems like um winnie shut up (laughs) he's like ain't y'all done yet i think that always it it can make it seem like people don't you don't like that's true and it's just that i'm not a seeker no because you want things to be organic yeah 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 and i i I don't know. It's this might be an ego thing or something, but I prefer people come to. I prefer mm-hmm. people come. To, I'm I'm accepting and I'm open when you come to me, but I've never felt the need to be like, "Ooh, she needs to be my friend," no, or I'm "He needs like to be my friend." I just don't have that. I'm kind of like I've seen you way too many times to not acknowledge you. So yeah. what the fuck is up? Yeah, <laughs> that's how I am. Yeah, because it's like now now it's to the point where I feel it looks like I'm going out of my way to not to not acknowledge you. Yeah. So it's like, hey, how are you doing? Good to see you. Yeah. Oh, you're in town. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's all good now. Yeah. Do you say how you're a social misfit or did was that established at the beginning? Oh, yeah. I mean, I talk. You clearly you telling people that I pass niggas on that. I fuck, yeah, so, yeah, that uh, is socially uh, misfitting. Definitely. That's not that's <laughs> me doing the fucking dirty work for you. How many ladies, please? How many ladies would love to know how a man is in bed before you get with him? 
you gotta wait and see what he's about like somebody be like he's a good guy and but you know what chloe but no he may be different for you than he is for me i said he was good for you because i know his personality and i know your personality yeah but you don't know what i need sexually or what i want sexually you could have told me and i would have told you what he did (laughs) (laughs) that is i can't i i prefer and this is so crazy but I prefer falling for someone and it's in, in believing that he's been untouched and then to find out later like, oh, 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 that was your friend, Chloe. Yeah, me and her go way back. No, 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 no. Versus I need to know going, going in. into it, no, I, I feel responsible. In. No, 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 no. Not at it. No, uh-uh. I'd rather go in <coughs> knowing that you fuck somebody that I know. Mm. because I don't want that person to see me with you or know that I'm with you and be like, mm, I bet you she don't even know. And I'm like, bitch, I know. Oh, I know it all. Okay. Cause you I don't have it. no upper hand. Yeah, There's no upper I hand. It. I have I the upper it. hand. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to, please don't think that I'd be trying to pass on niggas that I've had to all my friends. This was a one unique situation. <laughs> she said it so casually. I thought it was a regular no. occurrence. No, 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 <laughs> no. I thought Chloe had a binder full of dicks in no. her phone for her available single friends. He no, he's probably one of the few, few tiny, like few less than three guys in my life who I like. He's a good guy, and I okay. should just pass him on to somebody else. Okay, well then, thank you. You're welcome. There's always time. You yeah, know. there's always yeah, time. If this if this guy messes up, yeah, then I'll reach out. Yeah, there you go. Thanks for having me on. For you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Let everybody know where they can find you at. What's all your handles and stuff? Uh, on every social media platform, I'm at Zainab Johnson, Z-A-I-N-A-B Johnson. And my website is Zainab Johnson. And you can get all my information updates there. Thank you guys for tuning in. Zainab Johnson is here with Courtney in the back. He's a secret shadow kind of guy. You may have heard him laughing and uh, giving his um, thumbs up and thumbs down. But you guys, thank you so much for listening. This is another episode of Social Missing with Chloe. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Follow Zainab and be safe. And see you next week. Or hear you.